The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, a blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam, nurse, podcaster, powerlifter, co-host of The Selfie Show. And today... Off the clock, but with our blue light blo- blue, blue light, light blocking glasses on. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. I cannot. We have Doctor Patel. He's founder of OcuShield, mm-hmm. and I'm wearing these glasses right now because I look really hot in them. They're absolutely <laughs> fabulous, and they are protecting your eyes and your brain health as well. And we are getting into that and so much more today. Um, before we do that, though, Miss Amanda, what is the unpopular opinion of the week? I'm glad summer's over. As we're sweating. Like, we're literally we sweating all, right now. Okay, I get when we were kids, it was like our break from school. But summer is not the best season, even remotely. It's not Ooh. even in the top three. Fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> so there, four out of four. Okay, what's your favorite season? Reels. I'm inclined to say winter just because, one, my birthday's in January. Yes. And two, I live in Southern California, so our winter is... Non-existent, really. Non-existent, and I... So if I lived in the East Coast, I would never say winter because I mm. hate being cold. Um, I am honestly, I'm a big fall gal. Oh, okay. I like fall vibes. You're here for Libra season. Oh, oh Scorpio yeah, queen. I guess. I love a little Scorpio. Yes. We Libra love that queen. for you. But um, I like the idea of leaves changing. Again, I don't ever want to live somewhere that actually displays all four seasons, but yeah. I like to visit it or look at pictures of it. I like that the weather is just right. It's not cold. <laughs> it's not hot. Crisp. Autumn Princess air. And, and then I like all the, the things that go along with it. I love Halloween is my favorite holiday. Mm. Thanksgiving is a fun one. I love just getting like all the fall vibes, things, the, the clothes. I'm into fall stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I like spring because it's like warming up. Summer, it's fucking hot. Like I can't even wear a bra right now because I can't deal with the boob sweat. I'm literally not wearing a bra. I've decided to boycott bras. As we're recording this, it is we are hitting a huge heat wave in Southern California. It's been disgusting. It was hotter in Irvine, California, where I live, than it is in Vegas. Yeah. In September, like that is absurd. We finally we we brought out the the AC unit for our room, which we never do because we don't have air conditioning, obviously, in the house, and that thing has been running nonstop. But then it will stop working because apparently it's also so humid, so then it accumulates all the water, and then it just stops working. Yeah, California's high right now. It's crazy. I can deal with heat without humidity. That's why I do well with like Vegas and Arizona desert heat. The dry heat. Dry heat. I cannot do summer heat but I'm like I'm sorry summer it's like that's when everyone wants to go out party be outside but I'm like it's hot mm. my hair's frizzing I'm boob sweat my thighs are about to start a forest fire <laughs> from all the chafing there's nothing and then that's when we do all our vacations and it's like everything yeah. I don't know I would much rather go on a fall trip a spring trip mm. there's nothing See, and it's then, funny because like and then I like winter because I like Christmas I like my birthday obviously New Year's you ever I winter vibes are fun but 
summer sucks. See, it's funny because I feel like I'm complete opposite of you. Mm. I like the extremes. So I like winter and I like summer. Like winter for us, you know, we're big skiers. I'm all about going out to the snow, getting the mountains. Like I love winter vibes. Like cozy up to a fire and you know get a little warm drink with a little a little hot toddy or something like that and then I also love summer because summer here living in Southern California is the best like everyone's playing volleyball they're out it's about how though it's too fucking hot I'm like right now I will do a lap to park closer because I don't want to even walk extra because yeah, it's yeah. too hot. It's intense right now. It's just know. so hot. But I was, I don't know something about like for me, spring and fall, it's just kind of like meh. It's like meh. Okay. Like we're in between, we're in between like the, the landing line, the, no, the we're in the sweet spots. Yeah. We're like litter. Those are the sweet spots. Right now it's, and then everything's so crowded in the summer. Like, can you guys all fucking go back to work and school <laughs> yeah. and get the hell out of my personal space, please? And yeah. thank you. Yeah. I'm not here for it. I so I don't know. Good riddance. I'm happy. I'm ready to move on. Okay. With all the, the fall. Fall time. Yes. Yeah. And then Taylor Spooky Swift season. is coming in. Huh? We got Taylor Swift coming. Got Halloween. Her. I don't even know what I'm going to be this year, but I freaking love dressing up for Halloween mm-hmm. so Always much. Has. So See, I think for me, my favorite holiday, I would say is probably Christmas, but we never celebrate Christmas on Christmas. We know this here. Like yeah. we always do a different one. I just love the winter holidays. Well, you always do a good Christmas party. Yeah. We Are you going to do one this year? Yeah, it's a plan. It's right. on the dock. Uh, yeah. I got to pick a date, but yes. Holiday party. We're here for yes. a holiday party. Love it. Love that for us. And all right, you guys, let's get into it. All right. So today we have on Dr. Patel. He's an optometrist and entrepreneur encouraging a healthier relationship with technology in the digital age. So he received a development grant from the City University in London, and then he built his company OcuShield, which is an internationally distributed MHRA medically rated product. And he's established himself as a leading authority on blue light, its impact on vision and your quality of life. Dr. Patel has been featured in Forbes, Cosmopolitan, Elite Daily, USA Today, Daily Mail, and Glamour UK. Quite a list. Uh, Dr. Patel's OcuShield products are sold in over 70 countries and helped over hundreds of thousands of consumers consumers protect their eyes. Get ready to hear about these medical grade blue light screen filters and blue light glasses. Today we're getting into brain and eye health, tips to help navigate a life behind screens. We even get into kids and the screen effects on their growing brains and things that we should do or not do with our screen use and how to optimize our eye and brain health. This is such a great episode and we want to say this up top for you guys. So, they have very 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 generously offered all the selfie listeners a code if you are interested in purchasing purchasing any of their products you can head over to ocushield.com that's o-c-u-s-h-i-e-l-d.com and you can use the code selfie 25 c-e-l-l-f-i-e 25 for 25 percent off you guys this is amazing we're so thankful to them because of course this is gonna be an amazing episode and i know you guys are going to hear a lot about the products but truly i think this is just something that so many of us could really benefit from and learn from and hopefully use as well so without further ado let's get into it with dr patel Okay, let's kick it off. So, what is your unpopular opinion, sir? My unpopular opinion is um, you don't need alcohol to have fun. Oh, I love that. This is, okay, 100%. I love this conversation. I can have fun. If you give me a couple drinks, I'm super fun. But I think I'm just as fun sober. I was going to say, are you sober or are you just like of the partaking of like you don't need a drink necessarily? I'm more of the latter. 
Like as I don't know if it's as you get older, but I've more, I'm just like well, you know, when you're young, you're kind of like yeah, everyone's together, having a good time when you know you drink. But I'm just like, actually, I can have a great time when I'm not drinking. It just and it also means you know when to go home when you to call it a night as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And you don't feel like shit the next day. Absolutely. Um, it's funny that you bring this up because way back in the day, we had my brother on. He um, spoke to his sobriety because my brother's sober. He's been sober now five or six years, um, which was rooted in he has some mental health issues, bipolar disorder, all the things. But it's funny because as a family, initially, when we started this five or six years ago, when he got sober, we were kind of like, how is this going to quote affect the family? And it's so funny because now I'm like, it's, it's not even something like we thought initially I think it was going to be something that was going to, you know, disrupt the family dynamic, but honestly it's gotten so much better. Our whole, I mean, it's so funny how we just go to the mindset of like, if you're not drinking, you're not fun. That's just not the case. It's like, can I like take it a step further of your unpopular opinion? If you think that you're only fun or you're only can like let loose and have fun. If you're intoxicated, your personality sucks. (laughs) I'll just say it. Like if that's like, if you, if like you suck, if you like only can be fun when you're drinking or something, then mm. are you okay? So, um, okay. First question. Are you single? Are you single? <laughs> Me. Uh, Do we need to know. I, we need to know. The selfie listeners need I, to know. I'm, I'm not single. I have, I have a beautiful partner and girlfriend. So yeah, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Tori's always trying to like. Right. I'm like, you're so adorable. Um, but like first date in my head, I'm like, mm. are we drinking? Or are we not? Like if you don't have a drink on the first date, is like that normal? Not yeah. Normal? You know what I mean? So it, if someone if, doesn't drink on the first date. If I was to go date, on a first date, like, I'd definitely have a, I'd definitely have a, have a drink. Um, because it, it does loosen the nerves up. But I think. Nine times out of ten, I think now if I'm with friends or if I'm with people that I'm definitely comfortable with, whereas I used to drink before, I'm like, eh, I don't need a drink today. I, I know you guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I can have a great time with you. But yeah, it does, it does definitely help when you're in a new environment. Sometimes to, especially on a date. I mean, it's it's a very social environment when you're on a date, and you have, yeah. you kind of have to. You know, you feel it's very, you know, you can't have Yeah, listen up a lot. I'll have one drink on a first date, but I don't want to, like, have too many and then look like this total, like, lush (laughs) where they're like, oh, my God, red flag, like, first drink, and she's, like, a total... Hot mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, so I am really curious about this. What are all of these screens doing to our eyes? What is going on? Wow. Well, straight in there. Uh, so, <laughs> um, in terms, yeah, so what- we're going for the jugular, baby. Got you. So, yeah, in terms of screens, what they do into our eyes. So, um, I, uh, in terms of background, so I'm an optometrist, and I, I look at it with my eye lens on, and um, I did a lot of research around this topic on, um, especially blue light and how it affects the eye structures and circadian rhythms. Um, so, yeah, yeah, let's touch on that. Why don't we touch on why? and how blue light affects the eyes and sleep, I guess. Um, so screens, we are now using them more than ever. Um, I think the pandemic fueled it, right? You know, we were even working on our screens and then, you know, leisure was on our screens as well. So our total screen time, I don't know about you, now is 12 hours, north of 12 hours onwards, right? Um, both for those two reasons. And um, yeah, when it comes to our eyes, we have a visual system which allows us to see, allows us to get on throughout the day. And um, the way I like to talk about it is um, we, we have muscles in our eyes, just the same way um, when we go to the gym, we have muscles on our body. 
you know, no one can sit there and do more than, you know, 15, 20 reps and keep going for, you know, an hour or whatever, right? You have to stop at some point. In the same way, our eyes have a visual system which um, allow us to focus and accommodate on things we're doing. Now, we, we unfortunately don't really feel that pain until the pain happens a little bit later. So in, when it comes to the eyes, it's visual fatigue, eye strain, tired eyes and headaches. But you only feel the symptoms after, let's say, one to two hours once the visual system has you know, kind of fallen apart in one way because it's quite resilient and it can keep going. But you know, it kind of gets to a point where you feel those symptoms. And that's why, you know, you know, myself included and a lot of people that are professionals that work on screens, they start feeling that, you know, tired eyes after a couple of hours on screens and they're like, oh God, I need to go and do something else. I need to go, I need to go open the fridge or I need to, you know, look elsewhere because you're just getting that um, fatigue in the eyes. And um, secondly is the sleep aspect. Um, you know, how many of us scroll on TikTok in the evenings or on Instagram now? <laughs> the most guilty attack attack (laughs) yeah it's it's a lot of us right tiktok's ruined my life i'm just kidding it's made your life better and worse yes (laughs) yeah it's 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 great to just pick it up and be like oh there's a lot of interesting people on there there are and it's good you know like oh Mm -hmm, i don't mm -hmm. i don't have anything to do let me jump on tiktok let me see what's happening um i mean when i jump on there's just a lot of twerking happening um but i think the algorithm has now changed since like <laughs> that's your algorithm's fault yeah, though exactly it's <laughs> like it's your, your al- the algorithm knows what, what yeah what, what, what yeah. you like right and it's changed now because i've kind of like first i realized i was like what's happening because when you log into it when i st- first start using like whoa this i thought this was a social network <laughs> it's updated now so i get a lot more pg stuff um but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that where we're using screens in the evening for entertainment as well. And um, what happens is we should be putting away artificial light as well as natural sunlight in the evening. And that happens naturally when the sun sets. But what we're doing is re- re- replicating the sun in the palm of our hands because we're saying, right, now we have a source of blue light in our hands, which replicate the sun. And it suppresses a hormone called melatonin. So melatonin is the hormone which tells your body now is the time to go to bed and also you know you need to have high levels of melatonin in your body because um it it also showcases the the quality of sleep you're going to have so for example you'll be getting into bed let's say you've been on tiktok you've used screens you'll have um you'll have a low concentration of melatonin in the body so what you're going to do is you're going to toss and turn but you can't get to sleep and then eventually you might get to sleep and then when you are asleep you'll have a poor rested sleep because what happens is the melatonin levels are so low that your body is still on so there's areas like your skin um, that's still responding to light around you or noises because your body's still on when melatonin levels are high what happens is you know your body can shut off and it's not responding outwards so you can get muscle recovery you can get the brains cleansing itself of toxins for example and that's all happening but without that you, you struggle because of those uh, low level of melatonin how did you get so fascinated with all of this? Like, let's go back to the beginning and, you know, how you grew up and then your journey into medical school. And where did this all start? So, yeah, I, I was studying optometry here in London City University. And um, I was working on the weekends at a optician chain. Uh, it's called Vision Express here, but it's Grand Vision in, in America. Um, and, um, yeah, I was working there to get some industry experience and also fund my university studies. and. 
back in 2014, um, the store, the lead optometrist, she gathered the team and said, hey, we've got this new product for people that wear glasses. And she said, it's something called blue control. It's a coating that goes onto your lens. And if you have this on your glasses, you're going to be able to um, use screens for longer. You're not going to get tired eyes. And I was really naturally intrigued because my mother's always told me growing up that screens are bad for your eyes, right? But she didn't have a reason for it. She just like stay, sit forever from the TV, etc. And I thought, is this the missing piece of the puzzle? It's going to burn your eyes yeah, out. She... A mother's <laughs> intuition is yeah. always right. Yeah. Totally. Mothers always know your best. Your mom was onto something. They, they know best, right? They know best. And um, I never questioned Is she it. ever like, I told you so? <laughs> she, she actually hasn't, which is, which is quite interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, you, you know, you so now I was like, oh, is, is this the reason why? So I ran back to the university the following week and I demanded from the faculty and lecturers, I said, I want to do a research product on this topic because I'm fascinated by um, what what I've just learned. So I ended up doing a research product over 12 months, which looked at how blue light affects the eye's physiology and circadian rhythms. And after I did that, I found there was lots of clinical research papers which showed, yes, blue light from screens and artificial light was causing visual stress, but it was also suppressing melatonin. So at that point, I was like, wow, these are massive pain points, both eyes and sleep, and screens are only going to get bigger and brighter. And I said, well, selfishly, I want to create a product that I can use to limit the blue light exposure. And if I need it, other people are going to need it as well, right? I was just like, you know, it, it must be the case. So I kind of went gung-ho and I was like, right, I need to, I want to figure out something that myself and other people can use to limit their exposure to screen time. What is blue light? Because we keep saying blue light, blue light, but yeah, what is blue light? Yeah, definitely. So blue light is a type of light that sits within the visible spectrum of light so taking it back to kind of our um, college days of of science they teach you you've got uv light on the left hand side which is zero to 400 nanometers and then you've got visible light which is 400 nanometers about 800 nanometers and then after that you've got x-ray and microwave uh waves of light now blue light sits in the visible spectrum of light from 400 to 500 nanometers so as soon as you get past the UV light, it immediately goes to blue light. So that's the first color that comes um, from the visible spectrum of light. And actually, it has a shorter wavelength. So what that means is less of it is required to cause an effect on us as humans. Now, there isn't a magic cutoff. So when we're talking about it, when we're looking at a diagram or in science, it seems there is. But actually, you know, there's UV light and blue light. Blue light are very closely related. And actually, you can have elements of both in each other so you know generally when we're talking about blue light it's 380 nanometers up to 500 nanometers and that 380 to 450 nanometers the blue light that affects the eyes and 450 to 500 is the blue light that affects our sleep so what what are like the main sources of blue light that we're exposed yeah. to <laughs> so the sun is one of the biggest so the sun emits a uh, natural uv and blue light then you've got um led lighting around us so a lot of light bulbs that we use we all change to LED because obviously they're a little bit more sustainable. You can get more life out of them. But a lot of them are just bright white light. You know, it's a, that there's a temperature scale called Kelvins and you'll find 5,000 Kelvins is like white daylight. And a lot of us use them in our home. So if you, you, you might have them in your bathroom, but some people have this type of lighting in their bathroom. So when they need to, when they wake up to go to the bathroom, they're like, well, I might not be able to get back to sleep because they've just been hit by, you know, white lighting, which has lots of blue light. Um, so yeah, lighting is another thing. 
And then secondly, uh, thirdly, you've got screens. So TVs, monitors, laptops, smartphones, and tablets. We're not avoiding it. It's crazy because um, I was just listening to another podcast and something that they brought up, which I thought was really interesting was, you know, eyes are, you know, the lens to the brain. And so many of us are, we wake up and then the first thing we do is we get in our car and we go to work and we're in these situations where we're being, you know, blue light, blue light, blue light, Mm -hmm. every screen, our charting, we're, you know, in front of screens for entertainment, all these things. And what I think we're not really tapping into, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this is like how much it's, could be affected this light by can be affecting our anxiety depression like you know eyes are the direct access to our brains like what are your thoughts on this yeah it's it's really interesting and i just want to share a statistic with you so we have um 11 million neurons in our body and 10 million of them are in our eyes and actually researchers found that at any given moment your brain is spending half of its capacity deciphering visual stimuli. So that means every second, 50% of your brain is working to decipher what you're seeing. So if you suffer from anything visually or anything visually is affecting you, your you know, cognitive function, your ability to do other things is going to be impaired and it's not going to be as good as it can be if you were looking after your eyes. So when I learned that, I was like, wow, that, that, that's pretty incredible that you know your eyes have so much connection to your brain and your brain is, is having to work to decide for that information what about even so we're mature but like kids and as their eyes are still developing too but mm. when we were little we didn't have ipads and nope. things like we had tv or but we phones. still yeah no cell phones no ipads tablets we watched tv a little bit when we were little but i don't feel like we had the, the exposure generation. that kids nowadays do to screens right? you know so with kids the lens in their eye so this is where usually adults get cataracts right so we have a lens in the eye which sits behind the cornea and this doesn't develop fully until your teenage years so children are actually twice as susceptible to uv and blue light damage which is massive and now you, now we're seeing kids are given ipads to learn so they're, they're learning from ipads and then they're on their phone for you know engaging with their friends or or again social media so yeah you know children unfortunately are getting the brunt of this and you know there's not when it comes to research devices are only one or two decades old you've got to think about this as well and um, not a lot of people are putting money behind researching um, how screens are going to affect children in the long term but it's, it's really hard to um create an independent factor to say right we're going to follow 500 kids around for 10 years and see what happens and just make sure that they keep carrying on using that screen time the same amount every day it's really hard to do that um and also find people that are willing to fund studies like that but what we are seeing there's some short cohort studies which have shown that um now post the pandemic we've seen that actually children that spend time on screens are 30% 30% more likely to be short-sighted. So they're going to need glasses. Um, those that spend more than three hours on screens daily. That's really interesting. I mean, along those lines, I don't know if this is something that is being researched, but how much time is too much time on a screen? Like, is there, is there like a rule of thumb that, you know, in research, like what are the, what, are, what's it telling us? Yeah. So generally um, what, what I usually say, what I've, kind of taken from different research studies is generally um anyone that's under 25 can go 
um, two hours using screens and, you know, be able to accommodate and have their natural visual system um, deal with that. But generally in a day to day, you shouldn't be doing it any more than four hours. And that's if you want to spend, spend one hour here, one hour there, but you should not spend more than four hours a day on screens as for kids. You know, it just shouldn't. That's what the research is saying was that either going to suffer from short sightedness or they're going to suffer from all the blue light impacts because again, they're getting twice as much as human, uh, sorry, adults, not humans. Um, so they're really more susceptible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kids are humans after all. I right, mean, some, right, right. some, some parents might say they're aliens, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about adults? <laughs> yeah. What about adults? All that. So I can feel bad about myself. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. No, I'm going to maybe make a positive change. You're going to help me grow yeah. as a human. Like, is there, you know, I mean, a lot of us who work in situations, like, we're literally on screens all day. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it, it look, it's the, t- the, the, the digital age we're in now, right? We can't avoid them. But there's some simple things that we can be doing to really uh, mitigate some of the risk, right? And uh, two key things stand out for me is when you're when you're having to use screens, um, brightness is really important. So you can do something simple as turning down your brightness a few notches, because what that does it reduces the intensity of the light. Right. Secondly, is proximity. I always say when using screens is keep them at arm's distance away, and what that does again it reduces the intensity of the source of the light, so you're not going to be as impacted. If you can follow those two things when using screens, you're actually going to be a lot better off than if you weren't regulating um, the distance and the brightness because um, they help. So I suggest that to anyone when they're doing it. And, you know, in evenings, I'd say, do put your phones away two hours before bed. And also when you wake up, get a, get a normal alarm clock. Do not use your phone um, because we all have a tendency to jump on up, you know, turn off the alarm and then you're kind of like you're on your phone. Right. And we go into an alpha, we're in an alpha state when we wake up for at least 20 minutes to one hour. And that's when the mind is so susceptible to um, being influenced. So if you're on social media and you're scrolling through things, it's nine times out of 10 probably going to influence you negatively. But if you can keep that one hour space or things that are positive, it's going to change your day. So I always say, try not to pick up phones in the first hour of the day. And then when you're going to bed, keep them away for at least two hours. Um, and it will change your life. I really want to try because right now, like I just switched into a med device sales job this year from 10 years of like actual nursing in a hospital. And I wake up to like 900 emails. So like my alarm goes off and I look at my phone and there's like 10 emails and I'm like, okay, let me start like my work day. Cause I don't have an office. I'm like, and I check all my emails before I even like get out of bed and use the bathroom. Yeah. You need def- I, I would definitely recommend you to change that and set, set yourself some boundaries as well. Like, you know, you need to, if you're going to jump on your phone, be able to set, you know, now there's so many cool software out there where you can stop email notifications coming up and only allow them to come up for a certain hour. So you can still use your phone if you really wanted to. Um, but if you wake up and you got emails coming on, I don't. If that if that was me, I'd just get loads of anxiety because I'm like, boom, I'm switched on, and then you're it like, is. Yeah, yeah. you just go into work mode, right. and you have I'm you like, have no time to think about yourself or what you're gonna have for breakfast or you know your partner or whatever. Like set the day right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you almost get sidetracked. You might have had a plan to say, right, I'm gonna go in today. I've got three key projects I need to take care of, but then you answer your emails, and then you're like, right, now my 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 focus has changed completely because someone's asking for this or whatever. So 
Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's definitely an area I need to. We all we can all improve in that area. Um, I'm really curious uh, about this. So I feel like, um, and I don't get them personally, but is there any um, research or understanding in terms of like light sensitivity? Because I feel like personally for me, I'm very light sensitive. Like when I come home, um, there is a rule in our house. We do not, I don't use overhead lights, like even just physical, like I don't, I don't like it. I don't like overhead lights. So for us, you know, we have red lights in, in our bedroom now. I took out all the white light. Um, and you know, my head goes to like also light sensitivity in terms of migraines. Mm -hmm. Is there research into this? Like are, are certain people more sensitive to certain lights? Cause I feel like I am personally, but I just don't know. Is that like, research-based you know what I mean yeah totally and everyone's eyes are unique so they all affect us in different ways but um generally those that are lighter skinned they have less melanin in their eyes so they're actually more susceptible to uv or blue light damage and you're going to be more sensitive generally to suffering from those um let's say visual migraines or sensitivities because you don't have that melanin in the eye which actually acts as a natural protection for you know aberrations aberrations are light that's entering your eye which are which is not coming at the right angle for example so again your visual system has to decipher it but when you have um less melanin it becomes harder so your visual system's having to work harder and therefore you suffer from light sensitivity um so yeah that that that's definitely one thing and um other people also definitely as we get older in the lens in the eye that becomes thicker and what can happen is you can start suffering from glare so you know, we, we might have parents which are complaining about driving at the night. Um, you know, you start seeing that a lot more because they, they, they develop cataracts in the eye and it just pushes the glare in the eye so much more. Um, and that's usually the cause for them. So we've talked how problematic blue light is and how awful our exposure is. And you did all this research. Yeah. I can't talk. Research. And you're like, all right, I, I can help. I can do I something do about this yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what, tell us about your, your company, what you've done. Yeah. Ever Give us the, the whole back Square one. Where did it start? We want to know. <laughs> so yeah, carrying on from uh, when I was working in that optician, I did that study. Um, I was quite fortunate enough that when I did that study, the same sister university that I went to, Cass Business School, they had a competition for people that had business ideas. And it was like, hey, enter this competition and you can win. 10,000 pounds over two stages. And I was like, all right, well, I've got this idea. Let me enter. And um, yeah, I entered into stage one. The brand was actually at that time called I Sleep Easy with Two Eyes. It was a really amateur name now looking back at it. Um, but I quickly, you know, I quickly created a, yeah, a little brand, a graphics and said, this is what I want to do. Um, I went to this stage one, which was just kind of getting all your friends and family to vote. And I just had a lecture before that event and I got all my 130 peers to come and they all voted for me. So I kind of rigged that. So, you know, <laughs> that, that worked in my favor, but <laughs> I, I won that stage, which was great. And then, um, strategy. I like it. Yeah. You got, you got to use, you got to be able to utilize what you have around you. Right. And, uh, in, get your friends to support you. So yeah. Um, and then the second stage was six months later where we actually had to develop a prototype and work on creating, um, you know, something a little bit more than that's just an idea. So in that six months, I set about creating a, a specification for the product. You know, what does our material and technology need to have in it to filter out blue light, but not change the colors on your screen. So you and I can keep using our devices without seeing like a 
orange or red colored screen, for example, and remove as much blue light as possible. So I worked hard in that six months to create a prototype, which I did. And then I had to pitch in front of, or well, pitch to 50 like tech entrepreneurs in the UK. And um, there was 10 businesses there. And um, I remember speaking to about 10 judges out of the 50. And I was the only person on my team. Other teams had about four people. And I did the maths and I said, I've only spoken to 10 people. I don't think I'm going to win. Was all the other teams have spoken to like all the judges? Was they all had badges on their, on their um, shirt? And um, yeah, I just was very pessimistic. I thought, oh, I'm not going to win this. But somehow when they, when they came to announce the winners, they were like, Drubin Patel. And um, I sleep easy. I was like, wow. I was like, I won. <laughs> like, and I had this big like £10,000 fake check. Um, and I was like, right, I can start doing stuff now like the like big like yeah. the big one yeah yeah <laughs> like the big yeah that... with the, with the... i've always yeah. wanted one of those <laughs> yeah I, i've still got it it's like rolled up and i was just like it just looks cool it does so much and I, I was so happy that day i went home and i showed my my mom and dad i was like wow look i won this thing and you know it was chuffed and then um yeah i would hang it in my office <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> that would be cool that would be cool um but yeah after i won that you know had a little bit of funding and start, you know, put my head down and started to create the products. And um, after another 18 months, what I'd done is everyone I spoke to, I told them about what I was doing and I managed to get about 2000 emails. And then when I was ready to launch, I just sent everyone an email and I had, I got about a thousand pre-orders of our first line of products back in 2015. And I was like, well, people actually either really like me or they want the products. Um, I thought it was the the latter, probably probably not the first, because um, that's a lot of people to like you. But there you go. Um, and I I started the business while I was still in university in my third year, so I still had to complete that year. I still had to complete a pre registration, which is where you have to qualify and do tests. And then I was working for another year as an optometrist full time. So in those three years, I was working evenings and nights on the business. You know, I had product in my home. Um, and once I was able to get away from my profession, because you're tied into your employer at the time, because they pay for exams, etc. I was like, right, this business has grown to, you know, we're doing six figures and I'm just doing it evenings and lunches. Um, I need to spend more time on this because as an optometrist, you test about 15 patients eyes in a day. And I thought, actually, I can impact a lot more people here if I can provide official products and do it to hundreds of people there's a lot more you know service I can provide so I said you know what I'm going to go into this full-time and um, that's what I did and I was fortunate enough to meet one of my business partners who also invested in the business at that point where we worked on re you know rebranding to OcuShield um, creating a full product set so not only did we uh, then start doing screen filters for tablets laptops and monitors we bought out blue light and glasses and also an eye-friendly desk lamp and um, yeah, we just we just started working and building a team and building the business out. And you know what we did over time was we we also established a presence in the USA. So we have a fulfillment center in Pennsylvania. We also sell to Best Buy, Verizon, and Nordstrom in the USA, which are amazing retailers. Um, and yeah, it's just grown organically. But so many people now care about their eyes and screen time. So um, yeah, it's been it's been an incredible journey. If you had to recommend just like one of products, well, let's go people. through your yeah, products. Yeah, like what are you the actually products? have? Yeah, I'm like that. totally on the website right now. Like I need this. She's, I need she's, this. she's scrolling. <laughs> we're looking. We're, <laughs> we're in the process of shopping. I like the Parker glasses. Those would look good on my face yeah. shape. 
Yeah, what are your products? Yeah, so we've we've got, I guess, four main character uh, categories. I mean, we've just recently launched some new products as well, but I'll tell you about them after these four key categories. So we've got tempered glass screen detectors with the anti-blue light technology with as well as antibacterial technology. So they're for your iPhones and tablets. And they're great because, again, when you're having that late night TikTok scroll, you're not going to really be having your glasses on in bed if you're, you know, kind of head on the pillow, etc. So they, they work great because they, they protect you all the time. And if you don't have your glasses, then again, they're keeping you protected. Um, the second set of products is filters for laptops and monitors. Now, they actually are combined with a privacy filter. So if you're someone like me who works in cafes or trains and you don't want someone looking at your screen, um, then it stops people you know, peeping on your screen. And we actually did that because we were selling a lot to employers. So a lot of organizations wanted our product, but they said, hey, because we do financial information, we've got to have this feature as well. So we went out and did some research and development and combined the two. Um, and it also has anti-glare in it as well, because um, you know if you like to work in the sun, it also blocks out any glare. So you can work on your MacBook or laptop outside, which is great. I was just gonna ask you about this because I was talking to my friend and they have like this big, like they live in like a high rise kind of that overlooks like outside. So they have this nice patio and they're saying they work from home, but they like go on the patio to do a lot of their work. And then he mentioned, he's like, oh, I have like a blue light filter so that I can like see out here in the sun. I'm like, does that really work? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I knew of blue light because of nursing and Tori's always been a fan of blue light glasses and all of that. And I always, I work from home sometimes and I have like a rooftop pool and my whole thing is I like to go up there because there's Wi-Fi and do my emails. And cause I just, when I work outside in the sun, I feel a million times better than being inside my house, but I can never see. So I always like put a towel over my head so I can like see my laptop so I can at least be outside. But I'm like, I can't see my screen to like send my emails and stuff. Well, maybe we have a solution. No, here. but I'm like, does that, does that actually, I, this just happened, this conversation just happened this week too. So, funny. so I was like, ah, what, I've been missing out on this my whole life. Here we there, are. There you go. So yeah, you need an official for your laptop and monitors and yeah, it will definitely help you out so you can work and you, you don't need to put a I towel do. over your head. <laughs> But that, that that's a that's a great way. No, that's know. like what I do. I probably look like such a weirdo. Yeah, def, definitely. People are like what what's she doing on oh the? Yeah, I definitely need this then. Um, no, literally, because I'm like, okay, I want to get okay to Victoria, <laughs> but I'm like, I want to be out in the sun, but yeah, I can't actually get real work done. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just throw this towel. Love this. Okay, this is awesome. Cool. So you have these, and then. What else do you have? Yeah, so then we have our blue light blocking glasses, um, you know, different styles and colors. Those are great for anyone that, you know, watches a lot of TV, cinema, whatever else, or even working at a desk because some people have multiple screens. Um, so like a lot of our customers choose between the different products. They sometimes, they like to have the OcuShield on their iPhone, but for their monitors, they might prefer to wear glasses because they have it at their desk and they keep the glasses there. Um, so those are um, our glasses products. And then we have our Oculamp, which is our all day, all night lamp. So it's low blue light emissions. It's flicker free. Um, and it allows you to control the color temperature, the intensity of the light. So you can really choose how you want the light to look in the environment. Um, and talking about light, my... my uh, it's really slick looking. We're looking at it right now. Like it looks really nice. Yeah, I like It's that. very... Um, I didn't anticipate that. Like when I think lamp, you know, but this is really nice. Yeah, no, we, we designed it to 
allow people to be like, you know, I actually want to put a very functional but sexy lamp in their home or whatever and it's portable you can fold it and it's got 20 hours of charge so if you if you take it to your office you can take it home etc oh nice um so yeah that that's our oki lamp and recently we've also launched two new products um one is a um eye mask and well a bamboo weighted eye sleep mask so it's quite it does two things it blocks out 100 light but it also has an inner bag which you can put in the microwave and then heat up so a lot of people suffer from dry eyes and you need to then do some lid massage so once you put the the hot well the eye mask on with the the inner bag that's warm what happens is it warms up the glands around the eyes and then you can massage the eyes and it it secretes the oils onto your um cornea which helps with dry eye and at the same time you can put the inner bag in the freezer and if you've got puffy inflamed eyes you can put cold treatment on and it helps with puffy and gray eyes as well um, so that's um, our eye sleep mask, and then we've also got. Oh my god! Everybody who works night shift. I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> like we've we done all ten need years of, of I've done ten years of night shift, and I'm like, this. This is amazing. And then blocking out the light. Oh, I feel like this would be so yeah. good for sleeping. Love it. Yeah, Love it. definitely, definitely. Um, and then, what's your other product? You did the, you did the weighted sleep mask. And the, yeah, and, the last yeah. last product we've just released is. Um, is our emf anti-radiation insert um so actually we've just launched a product which sits between your case and phone and what it does it absorbs emf radiation because if you didn't know um when you see stand two feet away from a microwave it emits about um 150 microwatts of radiation but when you've got a cell phone that's connected to uh, a call it emits 3000 microwatts of radiation and these, this type of radiation has been uh, shown to affect our skin and cell tissues. It affects our brain signals. So when we're trying to fall asleep, it makes it harder to fall asleep. And also for men, it affects sperm motility. So if you're, um, if you're trying to have a baby, it's going to affect also um, that as well. So what this product does, it absorbs 80% of the radiation without affecting your cell signal. Um, because a lot of products on the market at the moment do block out the radiation, but they also affect your signals, so you can't actually call people or do anything. You know what's so interesting? Okay, it's so interesting you say this because I feel like EMF radiation I, has always kind of been pushed off as like kooky thought, right? Or like it, we're being dramatic. We're like being dramatic, yeah. right? It's like you... Um, you know, it's just something that we don't do. And recently, um, you know, I tend to kind of buy into a lot more of the, not biohacking, but I really, I'm interested in a lot of the things that are kind of going on with, um, trying to bring things back or come away from so much technology. And one of the suggestions that they made, someone made was to not have your phone in your room because of the EMF radiation. And I, this is like such a great, little tool it's interesting too because someone kind of mentioned this as well like you know when you're sleeping if you if you have your device next to you there's just like this little I don't know how to explain it like feeling that you might have versus if it wasn't in your room you feel just a little bit better I don't know how to explain it it's just like this has come from the girl who has a tv in her room so yeah I know I know and I need to get rid of the tv in the room for sure like I, absolutely I don't I have don't a tv it, in my but, room yeah and I, I knock her I'm like you have the red lights you do we this have, and that but you our, still have a tv in your yeah, room I, need to get rid of it. I know it's like the one thing I can't but yeah. is it like I don't know emf like is there can you break it down for us a little bit more just 
speak to this because I'm really curious, like what your thoughts are. Yeah, sure. I mean, to, to your point there, it's it's really interesting. And if possible, you want to create a Zen-like room where you don't have any radiation or waves going through. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. now, <laughs> now, now it's really... She's coming for me. <laughs> it's so difficult now, right? You've got Wi-Fi, you've got cellular towers around you, you've got all these things happening. But when you bring a device into your room, it acts as a antenna and it's bringing more more of those cellular waves towards you and as you said when you're when you're sleeping or even awake on an intrinsic level what's happening is those waves are causing um a change in your body to your cells you know it's because it's kind of turning those cells in your body on you know it's always always causing something because those waves although they're invisible just like um types of uv light which we know is dangerous um EMF radiation also has an effect on our bodies when we're um, dormant or awake. So I think you're, you're onto something there and you should also be looking at how to um, reduce that. And, you know, a lot of the time I also sleep with my phone on flight mode. I don't I don't have it on at all um, in the room. That was another suggestion that they made. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I always say no, no one's going to call me at night. I mean, if they do, then they, they, they know how to find me or find a way to connect with me. But I'm, I'm always like, I'll just turn it cold turkey flight mode don't have to worry about any of that and you know what i'd say is also try it out you know create a diary and see actually how it affects you how, how you sleep better when you get all that stuff out your room which might be affecting you um in those ways here's where i'm sold though about the phone um the yeah. emf shield where i'm like i now want to put on my phone you said skin <laughs> maybe i'm shallow here we go <laughs> but if there is something that's going to make my skin better and help me with aging and like taking good care of my skin then i'm Done. sold that's all i care about i'm like 30 i'm going to be 37 in a few months and i'm like all right we we are got it sunscreen yeah like all the whatever i can do to make my skin stay nice mm-hmm. and look young sign me up Done. Take all my money. Well, whatever you're doing is working, but your skin's looking great. So, um, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Well, now I need the EMF shield because I'm like, all right, we cannot have this, these waves damaging my skin. Like we got to protect. We're going to get one. You're going to get one of, we're going to get one of everything. It's just seriously. And and just, just while we're on Uh, skin as well. No, I need to get better at my sleep. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sleep. Yeah. While we're on skin, actually, I wanted to share that actually, um, Unilever did a research study two years ago, actually on the topic of blue light and skin. And what they found was 30 hours of screen time cause an increase in skin inflammation by 40%, which means that you get reduction oh, of, just gonna re- that. you get reduction of elasticity of your skin, which effectively contributes oh, to early, not. early aging. So if we, if we think about the time when we're on screens, we've got clothes on, right? So it's only affecting your face. Or maybe your hands. So and that which is the mugshot. You know that's what we care about the face, right? So the mugshot. Yes, <laughs> that's what we care about. Oh well, I'm sold. I'm like, yeah, yeah, my eyes oh sleep. My you, you throw in skin, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need the glasses. I need the protector. Like I, we gotta. No, that's interesting. I yeah, never would have. Yeah, those how together. UV light or blue light mm-hmm. affects your skin. Yeah, it's such a. Like, we don't even think about that, right? Like, so. yeah, I go outside and I wear sun. I'm, like, religious about wearing sunscreen every day. But then I'm like, oh, let me just plop in front of a screen mm-hmm. and scroll we TikTok. Well, if that's going to age me, we're, we got to stop that. <laughs> 100%. I love it. Um, okay, I really want to know this because you're speaking to a lot of potentially um, 
people who work night shift, right? And so we are, you know, charting in front of, you know, it's potentially dark at night because a lot of us for, at least in the NICU, we actually put the lights down so that we have these screens um, and then we go home and we're trying to sleep. Like, do you have some good tips for the people out there who are working night shift of how to like keep our eyes healthy? Yeah, totally. I think- And brain. And brain. (laughs) I think, yeah, you know, for- I think keep, keep it really simple and try to, you know, you're already on a schedule or a pattern of work, right? You know, you've got the night shifts and then during the day you're exposed to, um, correct me if I'm wrong, by the way, but when you're working at night shifts, um, you're working in well-lit buildings, you know, you've got a lot of artificial light around you. And then during the day, you're probably sleeping. Is that correct? Yeah. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sleep. Um, and you know you're you, you guys are really special because you you have to go against the status quo of your own body and your own circadian rhythm right you have to you have to almost reset it after a while and actually if you can try to so there's things out there called um sad lamps i don't know if you've heard of them at all no so in the uk a lot of people suffer from sad which is seasonal affective disorder um oh. I have heard of this. Oh. So we're looking people that like, especially in the Pacific Northwest here in the like States, Portland yeah, where Washington. it's just cloudy, rainy majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. it, yeah. For all the rainy places, um, especially the UK. Um, but yeah, we have really short days here, especially in the winter. And so if, I'll give, I'll paint a picture for you, but there's no sunshine until like 9am and then the, the sun goes down at like 4pm. So you have really short days. Um, so what what there that exists is something known as a sad lamp where you can usually so it's a type of safe artificial lighting which it can replicate the sun and you can turn it on when you want to so if you're someone that's um night shifting you effectively want to turn it on when you're going to work in the night time now it seems counterintuitive but your body's already doing it but if you really want to reset that that pacemaker for sleep for example well you need to bring that to your life, but you're probably still struggling waking up, you know, probably more so than normal people because you're you're waking up in not natural sunlight, you're waking up in artificial light and then you're going into artificial light surroundings. And the best way to regulate your circadian rhythm is natural sunlight. And these sad lamps actually help with that in a different way and you know put some more force in there. So that's one thing that I recommend because the other type of lighting that you have around you, yes, it can. It does have blue light and artificial light, but it's not. Its purpose is not to keep you awake and set your, you know, set your um, circadian rhythm. So I'd say de- definitely try that. And secondly, for the eyes, um, when it comes to eyes, if you are in a, you know, dim room, uh, you mentioned keeping lo- light levels low. There's actually um, there's actually one thing where when there's low levels of light around you, your eyes actually dilate. So when I say dilate, they get bigger that's because they were trying to get more light into your eyes. And what happens is if you've got dim lights around you uh, and you've got, let's say, a screen in front of you, you might actually be absorbing more blue light because your pupils have got bigger. Um, the source of blue light is still there and you're, in, you know, you're going to get more blue light into your eyes. So what I say is have a well-lit room but dim the screen in front of you because again it's about proximity the, the lighting around you is quite far away from you it's not close but screens are close to you and um, so it's that direct lighting that's going to affect you so um yeah bear that in mind 
So basically in the NICU, we're screwed. <laughs> a lot of the NICU settings at night, you know, they tend to be darker. And so we all have extremely bright lights. I think, I think a lot of nurses. Do you wear blue light blockers when I you do. go to work? That's I'm been like, my, I feel my like new you thing. do, right? Um, I actually really want to go back to this really quick because I'm curious about the light. So when, um, for the people who may be interested in the side lamp, um, what time or like, when should they be using it again? I want to go back to that. Cause I, I may be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Is that also a product you ever are considering like launching under OcuShield? Yeah. So we're trying to, we're looking at Oculamp 2.0. I mean, this is, um, about 12 to 18 months away to incorporate it. Um, you know, we have some people that use the current Oculamp for the same purpose, but it's not, it doesn't have the intensity that a side lamp has. You need to have about something like 10,000 lux that's emitted from the light source to replicate what the sun does. Um, so it's not sufficient enough. But um, yeah, if, if, if you want to do this when you're not, the best time to use it is the first half an hour of when you wake up um so that's the best time to use it so if you're someone that's doing night shifts let's say they start at i don't know 9 p.m um turn them on for 9 p.m to 9 30 and then kick your night shift or just yeah even i'm thinking like okay if i get up at 6 p.m to get ready for work like just turn it on and just yeah be yeah. or as i'm getting ready have the yeah, light. Yeah, especially totally. during the winter because i think it is the most depressing thing for all the years that I work night shift when the time changes yeah. and it's like winter and I wake up and it's already dark out and I'm getting ready for work and I go to work and it's already dark. I, I missed all the sun that day. Yeah. 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 And you, we there's, and that will happen for days uh, in a row. So then it's like half of your week, you're literally living in a dark, you know, essentially you're living in a completely altered circadian rhythm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, totally. And for people, it, it takes at least a couple of days to a couple of weeks for their circadian rhythm to, to reset in that way. But if you consistently deliver your body that type of lighting when your shift starts, whether it's 6 p.m., 9 p.m. or later, your body's going to feel a lot better because you're telling it, hey, now this is your new morning. So the hormones that need to be released in the body, the cortisol to keep you awake, it now needs to be released instead of the other time because you, you might just be feeling anxious because you don't have enough cortisol in your system just because your body's like in sleep mode still. So, um, yeah. Well, night shifters, our cortisol is so out of whack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, your hormones oh. go crazy. And as you said, it takes a couple of weeks for your body to even just, which is ironic because for people who work consistently on nights, you never really have that time to bounce back or to feel normal, especially if you're full time. So these are great tips. So how often do you recommend wearing the blue light blocker glasses? Um, it's, like yeah. Daily, like all day or just when you're like sitting down in front of your computer? I mean, they're kind of cute. I could rock those all day. <laughs> the Parker ones are my fave. Yeah, we, we made them so people look good wearing them. So uh, we don't want them to be ugly because you can get some, <laughs> you can get some ugly, ugly blue light specs. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend them when you're using any screens, definitely when you're working, uh, definitely when you have monitors, um, in front of you. Um, so yeah, any screens really, apart from that, I'd also think about indirect lighting. So if you're in, if you're in a, a workplace where you're not, let's say you don't have screens, but you have, um, lighting around you, let's say you're in an operating theater or whatever else. Um, I mean, operating theater might not be good at example but you have to wear different types of uh, eyewear anyway already depending on what you're doing but 
yeah, let's say in another setting, you, you might want to just wear them because there's so much bright lighting around you already. And that intensity is light enough to, to cause an impact. So um, yeah, whenever you're on screens or in any other well-lit environment by artificial light. What sets your products apart from other blue light blocking? Like, is there anything about your glasses that, you know, is different than a lot of the products out there? Yeah, re- really great question. Um, the reason why our products are different um, is one we've spent. So we're, we're a team of optometrists. So we, we, we look at this with a healthcare lens on. Um, so we're making sure that our products actually do what they say. And um, what we've done is we've tried to create the best products that limit as much blue light while keeping a crystal clear picture. And we've gone to the extent of registering our products with you know the FDA, which is obviously um, the regulatory body in the USA for food and drugs and also the Department of Health here in the UK. So all our products are class one medical devices. And a lot of what you can get on the market wow. is not... So you could, you could use your like FSA accounts? Yeah. So like your flex spending exactly. account? Exactly. So Me. Via, ah! via Best Buy, if you find off your shirt on Best Buy, you can claim with FSA and HSA um, against them um, because of that. Um, and yeah, we, we there you we, go, guys. Yeah, here we go. Hot tips. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we, we we just like to say we've got we've got healthcare lens on, and a lot of uh, companies in the market might not have that credibility. And you know, as all healthcare professionals do, they want to make sure that uh, consumer and patients are well looked after um, above and beyond, and not just putting out things that kind of do what they say but actually do what they say so you know i'd say that's what sets it apart okay well because if you google it and you just buy it from any kind of random off amazon like they could yeah, yeah. say they right. block blue light but do they block right blue right, right 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 yeah right. we this is i mean i really like the foundation of this this is amazing especially coming from the healthcare background oh, yeah built by yeah. founded Literally. by optometrists yeah. right like, and we, we've tested a few of those amazon products out or whatever there's a lot of crap out there um a lot and i always say to people you know when it comes to your health you you pay for what you get um don't there's no shortcuts when it comes to health you know it's a really do look after yourself and and and, you know buy quality products um this may be a little bit of a we've touched on a little bit of this but do you have any like last minute tips just to really help with your eye health like are there really like some things in our households that we can do or just ways to help optimize our eye and brain health yeah i've got two for you so when you're looking at screens um you actually only blink three times in a minute you should be blinking about 20 times in a minute and the blink is really important because your blink (laughs) because because your blink actually lubricates your eyes now when you blink that lubrication stops you from having dry eyes so when we're looking at screens because we're not blinking enough you're going to start getting that dry dry eyes so what i recommend is i know it sounds stupid but type or, or write on a post-it note blink with an exclamation mark and put it on the side of your laptop and when you see it you'll actually be like oh yeah crap i need a blink because you forget when you're just focused on a screen <laughs> <laughs> so that is um i love that okay that is Hot tip. that is the num- that's number one um second is is utilizing the 20 20 20 rule which is every 20 minutes look away for 20 seconds at least 20 feet away which is down the corridor or out the window and what happens here is it refreshes 
or reset your visual system because when you're looking at screens, your eyes converge at one point. But when you look further away, what happens is they're, they're at a level uh, playing field and they're not actually converging, they're, they're relaxed. And therefore, you're not going to get that visual stress as you would um, if you were just to keep on going without doing that. So 20, 20, 20, every 20 minutes, look away for 20 seconds, at least 20 feet away. I love that. That's a really good one. Any good tips for people like me who wear contacts and hate them? <laughs> what was that? And wear contacts and hate what? Sorry, I didn't catch Oh, that. just hate in general. I've been wearing contacts since fourth grade and it's the bane of my existence. I hate <laughs> them so much, but I would be blind without them. So mm -hmm. I'm like, but I feel like it's just the worst. So, um, I, I don't know if you just have any good life tips. Any good for life contact tips or contact lens wearers? Um, yeah, I thought I thought you were asking me there to cure cure your eyes. There, I, I was going to say I, I can't unfortunately help no. help, help with that. <laughs> one. I can't even get I can't even get LASIK. Oh, I'm not even okay. a LASIK She's, candidate because yeah. my vision is so bad. Yeah, that's bad. We're negative eleven here, baby. Oh wow! So you're really really short sighted. Um, by the way, you're <laughs> yeah. It's I don't I don't know if any uh optometrist has told you this but you're more at risk of any retinal detachments or tears in your retina um so uh, just just what if you honest? if you get any <laughs> flashing lights or no i have i do the annual okay. oh great no i do the annual retinal like the full retinal scan every year mm -hmm. when i go to my optometrist yeah like perfect perfect so far perfect. we're good good yeah so if you Sheesh. they probably told you before if you get any flashing lights or any dark spots then yeah speak speak to an eye care provider but um yeah to your point any tips for contact lens wearers um yeah just use eye eye lubricating drops because when you have something in your eye like a contact lens you're probably suffering from extra grittiness or dry eyes and um yeah use some lubricating drops daily you know you can use some of those that have non-preservatives like six or seven times as many times as you want and you're just going to feel your eyes feel a lot better because especially with a minus 11 contact lens it's quite thick compared to your normal prescriptions so um yeah if you don't already do that i don't i should mm -hmm. i feel like contact lenses are just like part of my like an extension of my body at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of you <laughs> okay so i'm a really big fan of the idea of making your room, you were kind of saying earlier, like a sanctuary. So for us, like we did like, you know, red light at the bedside. We have, I do have a salt rock lamp, which Sam loves to make fun of me for. Um, and then like dimmers, you know, that kind of thing. Like, are there any other good tips you have for the bedroom in terms of like blue light and how to maximize our health in the bedroom? Yeah. Or like dimmers, like, are those a good idea? Yeah, they definitely are, but it reduces brightness. I'd also say is use uh, full blackout blinds where possible you when you want to go sleep you want to have no light in there at all you know if you have a light on a tv screen or a light on something put a sticker over that or a charger like do not sleep in a room that has any light at all um so cover up any charging ports or anything like that and um yeah you, you will find the quality of your sleep improves massively um because your, your your body's so clever and smart and intelligent and it works in different ways even when we think we're asleep it, it knows what's going on you know it can feel when there's a light source or a change in temperature or noises around you so um yeah i suggest those two things when when should we stop devices before bed sorry a lot i have he said two hours two hours yes. i i did my like i'm taking notes over here damn i need okay. to get better so i'm like yeah, literally yeah. actually like taking what you're saying and i'm like all right yeah do better everyone's Samantha. taking notes today <laughs> 
Amazing. Yeah, two two hours. And and if you're if if you're someone that um is usually like WhatsApping or messaging before bed two hours, like with friends, like tell them you're doing this new thing where you're just gonna not be contactable two hours before your you know average bed levels. That that also might give you anxiety where you don't want to go. I have started silencing my notifications. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Like I turned on the like thing so it like shows people like that I have my notifications silenced. Yeah. I've started doing Great. that. Great. Yeah. That that that's. That's really useful um, when you start going cold turkey on two hours of no screen time because, um, yeah, you don't want people, you don't want to have the anxiety as well that you're missing things and people are trying to get you um, because they can they can get they can reach you without leaving you a message right in, in other ways. So um, yeah. one last question. Sorry, this is selfish and off in terms of like supplementation. Are you a fan at all if you are low on like melatonin or like what's your thought on melatonin in sleep? Supplementation helps um, for sure. So if you're someone that suffers, um, especially night shift workers, again, it's about doing what you can. So yeah, I mean, tying to the side lap tip is if you if you want to again reset your 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 circadian rhythm is take melatonin supplementation before you know you want to go in bed. And you said you suffer during the day trying to get to sleep because of, of course it's the daytime. So yeah, taking some melatonin supplementation can really help with that. And start with, you know, start with a dosage which is acceptable and then kind of start decreasing the dosage so your body is not reliant on that. Um, and then you, your body can start. Yeah, I've also been start, starting to take magnesium more often. Yeah, magnesium at great. night and then like zinc, magnesium. Totally. Awesome. Um, okay, where can everybody find you? Pimp yourself out all the things. Where can we get our hands on products? Give us all the details. Sure. So you can find us at OcuShield, which is O-C-U-S-H-I-E-L-D. So if you give us a Google or you type in OcuShield.com, you'll be able to find us. And by the way, for every lovely listener here, we are offering 25% off if you use Selfie25. Oh, um, oh my God, you're amazing. So Thank if, you. If, 25 is a lot. That's that's a lot. I that feel is like huge. most companies are like 10 and it's like, okay, that was... Yeah, no, thank tax. you. That's that like big, huge. so huge, you guys huge, huge. need to get on this. My yeah. way. We're, I mean, Sam and I are already like... Yeah. Amazing. Well, it's my way of saying thank you to everyone listening to to my uh, my annoying voice for however long we've been speaking to. So there you go. Um, but... <laughs> yeah no you have a beautiful voice yeah, you have a you beautiful have podcast a very soothing voice, voice. Yeah. i don't know how anyone listens to my voice it's something about the accents <laughs> yeah, too yeah, like it's, it's just a very it, re- it resonates really well on podcasts oh, but no you. i feel like for anyone working in healthcare, we need to like actually Absolutely. take this stuff a little more seriously because we don't realize how much it affects us and how much our sleep suffers and all these things yeah absolutely yeah totally, totally. this is awesome um, we already have our 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 um checkout is already yeah i know uh, i love i love that i love that and, and and if anyone wants to you know find us on socials it's get occult g-e-t-o-c-u-s-h-i-l-d on instagram tiktok whatever and if anyone has any questions for me um you can find me at Drewvin patel on instagram linkedin whatever um i'd be happy to answer any i related or sleep or blue light related questions. thank you so much 25 percent with an hsa that's insane this is, like thank you, you guys um, are... i think this is cutting edge it's amazing we love everything you're doing i mean thank you for you know i think this is huge especially for a lot of us and in the healthcare, I mean, in general, I mean, like so many of us have also spouses who are working mm-hmm. on screens and like, you know, for all of our kids, like, I think this is going to be an episode that everyone's going to want to share and is, you know, this is something that everyone in our life can really benefit from. So thank you. 
No, amazing. And I really hope so, as you said. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, if you guys want to twin with me, seriously, go to OcuShield.com and use code SELFIE, C-E-L-L-F-I-E 25, because then you can get the same little blue light blocking glasses as me that I'm rocking right now. And honestly, they are adorable. And I think I'm going to start wearing these obsessively all the time. They are so cute. You're wearing the Parker. Yes, the all black. They are adorable. They look fabulous on you. Um, We have always, okay, so I've also purchased the EMF radiation. uh, So that one's for your phone. So that's sitting right behind my little phone protector. I love love that and then we also got the anti-blue light blocking screen protectors for our phones and also computer so we are so here for this you guys obviously hit it up if you can if you are interested in any of their products selfie 25 c-e-l-l-f-i-e 25 for your 25 percent off honestly i learned so much though that i didn't realize like how bad this actually was for me and i'm appalled because my screen usage is well so many of us are you know a lot of our spouses and people are you know living behind screens for their jobs kids are using screens at school you know at night we're netflixing and chilling or scrolling on tiktok like you know the amount of time that we're with you know getting that exposure of the blue light is crazy so it does add up so definitely head over and check it out and thank you so much, you guys, for listening and being here with us. As always, we just love you guys, the Selfie listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all the goodies linked there in our bio, including our Selfie Meetup, which is October 1st, Friday. We're so excited. Or sorry, October 1st, Saturday. Uh, it's from 2 to 5, and we cannot wait to see you guys. So if you need the invite, go to the page. You can also DM us if yep. you missed the email and everything, but it's honestly filling up. Yes, yes limited yes, spots, yes. but it's we're so excited to see you guys. It's gonna be so cool. We can't wait. And make sure you click those five stars on Spotify. Yes, and if you leave us a Instagram, no, if you leave us a review, leave your Instagram handle in it, and we will send you free goodies, stickers, all our new stickers we just ordered. Oh my god, they are so cute! I can't wait to share them with you guys once they get here because yes. we just ordered them, but they're, they're so freaking new, new cute. designs, new designs. You're gonna be obsessed. They're so cute, so cute. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tori and at Hey Samantha with two A's and. Stay tuned. We have some fun bonus episodes. We do. We can't wait to see you guys on Friday. Bye. Bye.